it's the Playhouse Podcast with Kat and JJ. On demand, even if you're on the can. Dude, come on. If you could sit down and interview an older person in your life, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, would they have amazing stories like this guy had? Hang on for that a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go. All right, let's roll at 6.01. It feels like summer out there. It feels delicious. When there's no 30 below wind chill, it is amazingly tolerable in the winter in Minnesota. No jacket. I walked in, didn't hurry, didn't do that fast shuffle. (laughs) I just walked in, took my time. I feel like I hold my breath when it's really cold out, and then I get into my truck, and I'm, (gasps) I just made it. Like you're running from a ghost or something like that. But today, in the next couple of days, it's going to be nice. Uh, You're going to be able to scrape off the rest of your sidewalk and your driveway, and things are going to get good. What was good about your Monday, Kat? I went and got my Botox, so that was lovely. It's always nice to take some time for yourself and then ran some errands. And then, so there's one day out of every month and I have to go see my doctor about it because I just cannot stand the sight of anyone. Don't ask me any questions because it's going to be stupid and I like try to internalize everything because I don't want to take it out on anybody, but like someone could graze my arm and it would, it just makes me so mad and I don't know why. And it always is leading up to my time of the month. So it's always like, I'm on my way, you know, you have PMS. (sighs) PMS normally is while you're having your, no, it's pre menstrual syndrome. Well, in the sense that, okay. Maybe if you want to get technical, but getting technical is when you start don't menstruating. Tell, don't talk to me about periods. Okay, now it's carried into today. Don't. I'm gonna be okay. But it was yesterday that my son. He knows we're in pickup line. You have to hurry. There are minivans behind me. They got to get their own kids. And he do not Google premenstrual syndrome, please. I know what it is. Looking for meds for you. Uh, do not diagnose me. Tons I have to go to a medical here. professional. There's tons of treatments. And find out, does any other woman deal with this where it's one day out of the month where you just know, do not say what's on your mind because it's going to hurt someone's feelings. And so I don't. You need an inhibitor like Prozac or Paxil or Pexeva. That sounds or a bit intense. It's one day. It's 24 hours. It literally comes and goes very quickly. Like, today I'm going to be okay. But yesterday, he goes like this in front of my car. And I'm like, I do this. Like that, mouth it through the window. And he goes, like you go down an elevator when someone's on the other side of the window. (laughs) He's going. And then he does the stairs down in front of my car. And I'm like, dude, there are like 40 cars behind us. Let's go. And he gets in. He's like, "What's, what's up with you? And then I just, how was your day? You know, why are these at work? Why are water warm? And why are they so warm? They're in my pocket. I like them when they're going. Why do you carry them around? I'm telling you, need a gummy is what you need. You need to relax. You got to relax. But that's what I'm saying. Like yesterday, I wasn't relaxed. Today, I know it's going to be a better day. I'm going to go get. You're already uh, freaking out. Head to toe Korean scrub. Oh my God, I cannot wait. Wait, what is a Korean scrub? Ready for it. I get to go sit in a bathtub for, it's about 20 minutes, loosens up the skin, and then you lay on this table. And they give you a Korean body scrub. They take off every single bit of dead skin on your body. With what? Um, they have like scrubber gloves. And then they use a special like um, charcoal sand solution. And they just go. 
under the butt, everywhere. You do the nakey? Yeah. Yep. I let him, I give him something to talk about. So it's going to be a good day. I can now, tell. Now, is it a Korean scrub because you're scrubbed by Koreans or is that the type of, the, the is technique. that where it was originated? It's the technique. Okay. My girl's name is Amber. So, um, and she's not Korean. Not saying Korean. Well, how does she know how to do it right? Amber. Uh, she probably studied, studied the way of scrubbing. But in I've Korea? had it done before, and you literally, like, you go to lay in bed and you slip out of bed because your skin, <laughs> your skin is that smooth. <laughs> Seriously. So I cannot wait. This afternoon, that's happening. And then going to go to Sam's Club. That's my happy place. Going to pick up Liam. We're going to do some shopping. So it's going to be a better day. I would think with the amount of PMS you're pushing, Sam's Club would be a bad idea. See, now you're putting me in a bad mood and painting me into a PMS corner, and that's not fair. So What color would that corner be? I won't let you do that. Not today. You're not allowing me? Not today, Not Satan. today. We found out years ago when people would just call the show and I'd be like, hey, what's your name? And, I'd go, and they'd go, Jennifer. And Kat would go, oh, you uh, do nails? They'd be like, uh, And I'm like, yeah. how do you know everybody? She's like, I didn't know that. I just felt it. Like something popped in my head. So if you want to give this a shot, all you got to do is holler at us real quick. Good morning, sir. Your first name? Eric. You're right. Oh, Eric. <laughs> all right, Eric. And and there's no way that cat would know what you do for a living, right? You guys don't know each other. No. You're just a listener. Correct. All right. Cat, uh, what are you feeling for Mr. Eric over here? Eric, you... Do you hang billboards? Yeah, I hang billboards. Wow. All right. <laughs> oh. And, and uh, you got to be out there even in the really, really cold days and everything? Yes, sir. All the way down to negative 25. I actually just saw a billboard yesterday that probably needs to be taken down. So, um... Uh, over the years, have you hung any of our billboards? Do you remember? Uh, probably so. Okay. Yeah. You really don't even pay attention to the ones that you're hanging, do you? Do you do one of those, like, fake I mean, pick the nose type of pictures? Oh, <laughs> uh, we, well, we had someone we had hang upside down, and then we had to go back and flip them back around. No way. We Who did, is? Well, we did yeah. that a couple years ago. We had uh, our radio station ones that we'd put upside down. But that was meant to be. Who was the project manager on that one? I couldn't even tell you. Oh, but as long as it wasn't you, you didn't get in trouble yeah. for it, right? No, no. I mean, that's what they wanted. The clients wanted them up there. Oh, right. got that it. Was, like, Kat doesn't remember the billboards we've done for this radio station. We've that's done just... so many. Yeah, all right, all right. What's in a name? That's how we refer to it when we got a little time to do this. It's always fun when we got some open time. Uh, Kat will tell you what you do for a living. All you have to do is call us and get through. And to just start, we need your first name. And again, this only works if you guys don't know each other. What's yours? Ashley, and there is zero chance that Kat knows what you do for a living. You guys aren't friends. You don't go to church together. Nothing like that. Correct. All right. What are you thinking for Ashley? And is, so, it, is it just A-S-H-L-E-Y? Nope. It's A-S-H-L-E-E. Yes, it is. Ooh, I was e. feeling that because my sister-in-law is a double E, too. So you guys are tough. Um, I feel like I'm feeling you schedule things like and work with contracts when it comes to school and food. So I'm a contract and bid coordinator for a food distribution company. Wow, well done. I work with I do work with schools, but I'm not in education. So Wait. I the government like the government gives all different types of schools a total amount of money every week for like food, free food for the schools, and I basically get that notification, let the schools know, and then get it sent out to them. Jesus, this is complex. Well done. All yeah, right. Thank uh, you. And so, so your day today is pretty much behind a desk most of the time. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. A gotcha. lot of it is behind a computer. And, yeah. and um, do you get summers off then because it's a school thing? 
Not really. It's Summers are kind of like our slow season, and we will have schools that are like in summer sessions, so they yeah. will be getting like food and stuff, but it's nothing like the school year. Interesting. Thank you. Bingo! How fun! Last week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo! Bingo what bingo? Bingo! Bingo! All right, here's how listener bingo works. You can't call yet because the phones are all on hold, but we will be taking the very first person that can get through and getting your story on the radio. Now, maybe, for instance, you're somebody listening who... Who uh, found out something that they didn't know from a DNA test. This is Sammy Hagar, who <laughs> found out that he's not a Hagar. This is nutty as anything I've ever what, imagined. What? 100% certain, because you are not a Hagar. Please turn the page. I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Ms. I'm Bates. a Belcher? You are uh. a Belcher. Your Y-DNA matches 27 <laughs> men with the surname Belcher. Wow. You are Sammy Belcher. So somewhere along the way, and Finding Your Roots, by the way, on PBS is one of the best shows ever. It's so good. Is it only celebrities that do this then? Right? Um, that's because people yeah. care about celebrities. Mm-hmm. But he had somewhere along the way developed the Hagar, and he is a Belcher. So they found that out. Running from something. Somebody in yeah. your past was running from something, so they developed a uh, new name. Probably. And that's how it goes. So you're looking for anyone listening who... Found out something that they didn't know from their DNA test. Like, moi, I happen to get uh, branded. <laughs> I have a tattoo that says, hey, girl, you're like 100% Irish, but I'm only 13% Irish. And I found that out through a DNA test. So now it's just like a cute design. I'm going to go look in this morning for anyone listening who switched religions for love. I saw the episode over the weekend of Seinfeld where George becomes Latvian Orthodox just yeah. because he wants to keep dating this girl. So he actually converts and he really likes the hats okay. and stuff like that. So I want to know, like my dad became Lutheran because my mom wouldn't marry him unless he did. Okay. And my grandmother wouldn't go to the uh, wedding because it was in crazy. a Lutheran church. She was such a devout Catholic that she wouldn't even go to the wedding. And uh, and I just thought that was kind of weird. So I want to know, have you changed religions for love? So Amy, good morning. How are you? Morning. Going good. Good. Uh, who gets the bingo this morning, Cat or myself? It's Cat. All right, Cat gets the bingo. And you took the DNA test and then found out what? Uh, that we actually had a murderer in the family. <gasps> Who was it? What did they do? Who did they murder? When was the murder? It was in the 1800s. Okay. And it turned out to be an uncle of mine. 1800s. What did he do? Well, backstory, he was running for, like, mayor or congressman or something. Okay. And these hecklers were following him home as he was walking home. And he wound up defending himself and hitting a guy with a railroad tie. Yeah. Who doesn't have one of those at hand all the time? That's crazy. Gotta love small towns. So he smokes this guy in the head with a railroad tie. The guy dies. uh, And then what happens is you're, uh, this is, you said, like a great uncle or something like that. Does he go to prison? Yep. Actually, he got off on self-defense. Okay. Sounds good. Well, so then you can't be considered a murderer, really, can you? Because you weren't convicted oh, it of it. Self-defense. And does yeah. he end up getting into office? 
No. Okay. Yeah, that's usually a pretty hard thing to vote for the guy who killed somebody else with a railroad spike. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So has anybody else um, made history since then in your family at all? Any other killers? The standout. Well, it was way like 1600s-ish. Oh, I thought you said 1800. Um, oh, no, this is another one. Oh, another well, one. Well, this was okay. before we um, used to have royalty in the family. Oh. Like um, Brandenburg's. Okay. Pish posh. Yep. So you're in line and to be royalty. <laughs> yeah, you're a princess now or not? I'm a queen. Queen Amy. All right, I got you. All right. (laughs) And Queen Amy, who's not going to kill anybody, but uh, still has it in her DNA if she really felt like it. That is so interesting. Thank you for calling. Yeah, Yeah, no problem. Have a great morning. You too. Take care. My oldest son came home. Peyton is a senior in college. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, I was actually in the neighborhood. Just thought I'd stop by. And I think he needed to get a, a jacket or something like that out of his room. And he's sitting around. We're talking. He's telling me about... His friend, his roommate, they got like five guys that live in this house, right? And they just wrapped up their, and it's playoff football time, so they just wrapped up their fantasy football league. Mm -hmm. And he had been telling us while he was home for Christmas break how he was like towards the bottom of the pack. And he was really afraid of losing this league because of what the punishment was. And the league wrapped up last week. So last Saturday, when they all went to the bar... His roommate, who lost the league, had to go to the bar all night barefoot. That was the punishment. <laughs> How did he get let in? Gross. So, I know. that All I could think about, I just shook my head, and I'm like, these are the memories that you'll have the rest of your life. Yeah. But could you imagine going to the law all night barefoot at the bar? No. So he got in, and then they took his shoes and socks from him. So my son's showing me videos and pictures of his roommate walking around all night long with no shoes and socks. Now, here's how it kind of backfired on the rest of the guys. All night long, this guy was getting drinks bought for him Mm -hmm. because he was the guy with no shoes and socks on. So people were coming over where they were sitting. There's the guy. There's the guy with no shoes and socks. (laughs) So you lost the league. Let's buy him a beer. Yeah. That guy didn't pay for a drink all night long. That is a backfire. So... I was thinking to myself, do girls do this at all? Is there anything that you do with your friend group that would result in a punishment? No. No. But this is a hard no. I did. Yeah. No. I can't think of one scenario that a girl would be punished by another group of girls for losing a bet on something. Unless it's like, oh, my God, I, I dare you to go. You lost the bet. Go kiss but that guy over every there. Every year they do fantasy football. They do fantasy hockey. They do fantasy baseball. Every year, if you win, you win the money. Yep. But if you lose, you got to do something stupid in public. So I signed Derek and Liam up for the father-son fantasy football league with all the dads and sons from his other football team, Liam's football team. And so first, they all give their money, $20 per person, and everyone's making their picks or whatever. And then, then as the league goes on, then the punishment gets talked about but only by the person that set up the league. Uh, and I'm like, you should have these all laid out. But the punishment was that you go to a youth sporting event dressed as a cheerleader. 
Derek would do that anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a Sunday for him. So that's what all the dads were like, that's no fair, because Derek would want to do it. <laughs> can, we, can we go ahead and give him, if we lose, can we give him the challenge of going to do it? But Liam ended up winning the entire kitty. So he got money? 200 bucks. Nice. Yeah, so that was a big surprise because he was not supposed to be anywhere near the winning spot. Just wanted to go fishing for any ladies who participate in anything where there is a genuine humiliating punishment at the end. So I was watching, I don't know what I was watching, but a commercial popped on for StoryCorp. Have you ever heard of that? No. It's a website, and they will send people to old folks' homes, or they will go to your grandparents' house and set up a really nice set and then get them all uh, gussied up and interview them, ask them questions, about their life and let them tell it from their point of view. Like a 60 minutes interview? Like the war. What did you do during the Great Depression? Just so that this lives on in film once they're gone. Yeah. Interesting. I know. And I thought it was the last time I saw it, it was on the the Kardashians where they were interviewing MJ, the grandmother, and um, Kris Jenner was interviewing her. And she had a fascinating life. And so... Why wouldn't you want that to live on in such a classy way? So they go in and they produce it all and what, pull it up anytime. What if you sit grandpa down and he starts getting nostalgic and he talks about murdering a young family in Oregon oh in 1953? God. What do you do at that point? Edit, edit. <laughs> Get that info off the camera. Boy, do you kind of realize you're circling the drain pretty quick if your family sits you down to tell them all the stories before you die? I think it's a sweet thing to do. I think that it's you wanting to forever remember their life. That'd be a really great birthday. That'd gift. be a pretty good technique into getting these stories out. I wonder. So, but do you get to like if you if you were to get this for y- your mom and dad, for instance, or something yeah. like that? Do you do the interviewing, or do they send somebody in to do the interviewing? Because no, I would bet Story you get Corp, better stories out of them than somebody else. And you can would. interview, sure. I'm, I'm sure you can. I'm sure you could say, "Hey, can you set up your professional equipment?" And they have like a backdrop, and you sit in comf- comfy chairs, and you just sit there and you listen to their stories that maybe you've heard a couple of times, maybe you've never heard, and you're like, "Oh my god, Grandma, you did that!" And it, don't hold back, you know. Like, ask them everything that you want. To know. I feel like our lives are so boring right now. If we did this, it would be, I wouldn't have yes. anything to fill. Can you imagine, like, the generation below me, their grandkids are like, what did you do? Well, we did we did this move <laughs> and posted it on TikTok. <laughs> and then I got a Fortnite Royale, and it was pretty incredible. Like, these people lived lives. They lived without things. They... Went to war. Sometimes we're around for when the first car was that they were through presidents being shot and killed. Um, I just think it's pretty fascinating. The stuff. world has developed so fast over the last 40 years. They lived in such a simpler time where things seemed a little bit more almost entertaining. Yeah. Like now we take everything for granted. Like it's like, man, the news cycle moves so fast that if something happens today, you forget about it by tomorrow. Casey had texted Le- a legacy project does that as well. I know that Hey Artifact is also a thing. So I don't know if those two services go to where they should, which I, they should. You shouldn't uproot a very old person to go travel across the country just to tell their story. Let's but. do this. 
uh, since we can't go and interview grandma or grandpa or mom or dad, have they told you a story that you find particularly fascinating that would sound good on the radio? What's the name of this company? StoryCorp. And now we're getting all these texts in from other places. Legacy Project does this. This is where you bring in a company and they set up a beautiful backdrop. Could be just a plain white backdrop, really comfortable chairs. And you and your elderly loved one get to chat. And everything is videotaped. They're going to edit it for you. And you'll forever have that legacy live on digitally, which I think is very special. What if grandma decides to just open up the vault and and reveal to you that while grandpa was away at war, she had taken several extra lovers. Like, I don't know if I want to dig into that. There was a story I saw the other day that popped up on my Facebook reels. And this woman said, you know, what was the best moment of your life? And she said, the plane crash. And the woman's like, what do you mean the plane crash? She goes, well, I couldn't marry the love of my life, so I ended up with my husband, and uh, three years later, he died in a plane crash, and so did this man's wife, and then we got together, and we were forever, happily ever after. I was like, wow, that's a bit dark, but you have nothing to lose when you're that age. History is history. History is uh, history. Angelo, tell us about it. We know this is grandpa and grandma and the uh, mailman. Uh, what do you got here? Yeah, so I remember one time my grandfather was telling me back in his day, he went to work, right, and he would have he would be gone for many hours. Yeah, and he had a bit of concern with the mailman, and so oh my God. he paid. He literally paid one of the neighbor kids <laughs> to watch and see how long the mailman would stay talking to his wife. My no grandmother. way! Jeez, that's and paranoia. If there was anything going on, yeah, but not his wife. Your grandma. It would have been your grandma, right? Right. Correct, my grandmother. <laughs> so and. I- it was it was funny that he that he did that. Nothing ever happened though. I wonder if she ever the knew. The kid was. Um, no, I don't think she ever found out. What a great job as a kid though in the neighborhood. Yeah. You just stand there with a stopwatch and watch the mailman go. You know, <laughs> go up to that house and he. I mean, if he never goes in or anything like that, you don't have anything to worry about. But that's just a really weird. Thing. You don't worry about the mailman anymore, do you? No, help open her envelope, I guess. Wow. What's trending? What's trending? You know, topic of conversation off air in the studio today has been that really slick polo that you have on. It's really nice. Love it from the LB store. But let's say down the line you wear it too much and the neck gets all, you know, stretched out. We now have a new hack from this guy. So firstly, you want to rubber band your tea just like this. Next, you want to boil a pot of water. Wait till the water is boiled, then dunking the neck in for 30 seconds to a minute, and then letting it rest. As you can see, the neck's a lot tighter. Hmm. Could he have just put on a brand new shirt? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) It was a logo tee. It looked right. But sometimes there are people out there that just, they got it, and they know how to make your life easier. Is there a hack that you live by that you heard along your lifetime and you're like, wow, this is going to make my life a little bit better. Well, uh, this happened to me when I was in college. I had a coach that said, nobody cares, work harder. And uh, throughout my life, I've had that said to me by many, many people. And I know it's not a hack, but nobody cares about your excuse. And it starts early. Mm Mm-hmm. Like that's nobody, a life lesson. That's yeah. That's yeah. Right. I don't know if it's a hack. Um, the, I don't. I don't live by a lot of hacks. I don't really okay. like have one. Uh, you should read some because they're pretty good. Like uh, for instance, okay, you can waterproof your shoes by if you take beeswax. Like if you at your dudes, 
That would be a big one if you were going to wear your dudes and it was going to be rainy that day. I wouldn't day. wear them then. Um, you How about could the hack of looking at your weather app? Take a pick of a business card because odds of you losing it are pretty good. I don't take business cards. All right. Uh, when you iron a shirt, flip it inside out so you don't have to work around the buttons. I don't have a problem with hey, that. Hey, I know how to figure out if your steak is well done or medium well. Have you ever done this? I know you can't see it over the radio, but it's like the fat of your thumb. This is rare, medium rare, medium well, well done. Feel it. Feel how it gets. Do this with your hand. You are so going to use it next time you grill. No, I won't. That will be amazing. I don't need to press my finger against the padding of my hand you to just, figure out whether. It's it's in relation to how firm the steak is. Well, who so feels how firm steak. the steak is? You pick a steak up off the then grill and feel how firm it is? It. And cook it inside any more than you should. How about you use a steak thermometer or a meat thermometer like everybody else? Maybe I don't want to buy one. Maybe I have These my These are the dumbest hacks me. I've ever heard. This isn't even a hack. This is just a waste. And that is what's trending. 